0: is a download from bfm 89.9 the business station it's time for the clang valley's biggest conversation talk back on the evening edition only on BFM 89.9.
1: Good evening. It's Talk Back Thursday on the Evening Edition. Caroline and Uma with you. Ezra just stepped out. Let me remind you of those telephone numbers. It's 0377109000. That's the number to call. You can text us on 0162019000. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. Now, we're talking to you today about job security. Uh, there's an article in the Malay Mail talking about how Malaysians with master's degrees are finding it difficult to land solid well-paying jobs. Yeah, according to the report, high-paying jobs are scarce and with a growing number of degree holders competing for them, even a good master's degree doesn't give you that edge anymore. Yeah, in
2: fact, uh, apparently having
1: a master's degree
2: may even be a setback and dim your hiring prospects because the general perception is that, you know, people who have ma- the ma- their master's are oh, they want too more money. costly. Yeah, that's right. So according to headhunting firms, uh, whether or not you can get a job depends very much on your asking salary. So if you don't ask for too much and, for example, if you were offered a voluntary separation scheme, then you may be considered. Yeah. So, I
1: mean, historically, professionals in highly specialised areas were almost guaranteed a five-figure salary um, annually. That's about 120,000 ringgit. But the reality is we're in a softening economy, uh, decelerating at a a record five-year rate, and high-paying jobs have become really, really scarce. And statistics from various agencies are indicating that hiring growth has not actually caught up with the supply of both undergraduates and postgraduate. Yep. Now that 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 is that is a scary proposition especially for all you young graduates out there.
2: No, it certainly is. Uh, but beyond that, you know, we're also seeing fatigue from, you know, the job market manifest in different ways. Is that people are feeling the need to hunker down, you know, work even harder to keep the, their jobs? Uh, you know, we know people who are desperately looking around uh, to move into better paying positions. Some people will be just grateful to have a job.
1: Yeah, so we well, that's what we want to know today. We want to get your thoughts on the situation, on, on, on what it's like out there. In the job market, do you feel you have job security? Do you feel that now is actually a good time to move jobs? Are you looking for work? Um, Does this job situation concern you? Call us on 0377109000. You can text us on 0162019000. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. Do you feel that you have job security? We've got some music coming your way. Half Moon Run, Full Circle on BFM 89.9. 0377109000
0: 0377109000 to talk back. Hello? BFM 89.9. Good evening. Caroline and Uma with you. You heard
1: the man at 0377109000 to talk back. We're asking you today about job security in the current market. Do you feel that you have job security? Or, you know, if you're a young graduate, are you having problems looking for work? Yeah, well, uh, 34% of
2: respondents to our poll have said, yep, I don't have a job
1: okay mm. uh, that's that's our poll that's going on do you feel that you have job security it's in, it's on Twitter the the options are yes no and I don't have a job uh, let's go to the lines we've got side on the line side you say that jobs in all industries are suffering side are you there side hello are you there side hello no I'm afraid we've lost side uh, side call us back back. we'll push you to the top of the queue um you know we're asking about job security because we've been reading news that um, lots of young people are having trouble finding work and it's becoming a serious problem and we want to know if you've been to university if you've got if you've got a degree you know if you've got even a master's degree whether it's proving to be more of a hindrance than 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 help uh we've got dowlat on the line dowlat You are a graduate with an MBA. Uh, You just graduated in November 2015. You only got a job in October of 2016, a year later.
3: Hi, Uma. Hi, Caroline. Hi. I got it in August 2016. uh, 2016, Right. um, Basically, I was... Were you actively
1: looking throughout that whole period?
3: I honestly only started in January. Okay and um i wanted to switch industries and that's that's one reason why i did the mba right um and um it was a challenge because because of the global economy that was declining since november after the oil prices after the the banking industry got affected and the airline industry so um people were very careful about hiring they were firing more than hiring Mm -hmm and they actually wanted people from the same industry. So regardless of which industry I wanted to go into, whether it was uh, IT or um, any sort of industry, um, they were trying to find someone from the same industry because they would want someone who had contacts in that industry.
1: Yeah. So when you, when you went to these job interviews, did you find that the MBA was a bit of a hindrance for people like, oh, you know, we can't afford you?
3: Um, not at all, actually. Um, they, they were fine provided they could see that you bring value. So it doesn't matter if you um, can fill in the role. Um, you have the skills and the skill set to do that particular role. Um, you have knowledge about the industry and you're a fast learner. What they actually cared about most at the end was what sort of context you can bring into the industry.
1: Right. Very quickly before we let you go... Uh, do you have? Do you feel that you have job security? Um, at this point, um, somewhat no. Well, thank you for thank you for your call, Dala.
2: Yeah, and uh, thank you. Thanks very much for that. I think uh, you know that experience is something that a lot of us are feeling. You know, a lot of companies are streamlining, and it feels as though things are getting a lot tighter.
1: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, we've got Sayed back on the line. Hey, Sayed, thank you for calling back. Uh, jobs in all industries are suffering. That's what you have to say. Hi, uh, hi, Uma. Hi. I
4: think what I can say now, job security is really almost like a non-existent thing. You know, um, the office situation is more like a game of thrones. uh, (laughs) Oh, no. We are trying to just survive, just to have jobs, just to provide, you know, because um, I'm looking at the general industry. We don't have to talk about oil and gas. Uh, All other industries in general are suffering, and it's really hard for experienced and also undergraduate to find just a decent job. I've seen so many of my friends uh, being laid off for the last like one or two years and can't even rebound and now joining all sorts of uh, MLM marketing or anything that they can get their hands into. So I think these are really desperate times for um, regardless whether you are educated or uneducated. Even me, myself, in my position, I'm an in- engineer. Uh, I have uh, almost seven, seven to eight years of experience, and nowadays it almost counts for nothing. So I'm really disappointed. I don't know what to say. You
1: know. Well, said. Uh, sorry to hear that, uh, but thank you so much for your call. Um, yeah, that seems to be a general mood, doesn't it? I mean, we've mm. heard of people getting laid off a lot because of the uh, oil and gas uh, oil and gas slump, and we yep. covered many stories, yep. uh, right now to what was going on in Petronas, not let alone global companies.
2: Yeah, that's right. And um, you know, according to Dala a little earlier, you know, switching industries may not necessarily even work out well.
1: Correct. Yep. We've got Calvin on the line. Hey, oh, Calvin, uh, call us back, Calvin. We seem to have lost you. In the meantime, um, here's Sandy on the line. Sandy, you say there's absolutely no guarantee of job security
5: yeah hi um i'm from the financial background Mm -hmm. okay i currently work in a financial institution and right now from what i've seen i've been looking out for a job for quite some time now Mm -hmm. and there's no guarantee that you know your your position is safe you know we've been in a position i've been in a position where right now with no enhancements to the online platform and um, you know they're trying to enhance this, enhance that, and when everything becomes enhanced, there's
1: no need for people. Uh, what, what, what do you mean by enhanced? Yeah. You mean technology? Technology-wise, yes. Yeah. Sandy, technology is that
2: why goes. is that why you've been looking uh, for another job? Um, you feel as the technology is taking over, or perhaps you're not happy with the current situation? You you just don't feel secure. No, it's just not
5: secure is what I'm saying. The reason, that's the reason why I'm looking. But you know, there's no guarantee that the next job I get is going to give me that, you know, that security and say, you know, this is going to be till, till
1: the day I retire. Right. Sandy, yeah. um, how long have you been in your current position and did you feel that you've had um, security? Uh, you know, I guess we had a few boom years just not too long ago.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, my entire career spans about 12 years now. And I was previously in an advertising firm for 10 years. Right. And I joined the financial institution for about two and a half years now. Mm-hmm. And in this two and a half years, from what I've seen in the bank, it's not easy. And it's not only my position, it's the position across the board. You're talking of heads, you know, the number two, the number three, they're having to step down.
2: Yeah. Sandy, I am curious. So with them having to step down, is it a case of, um, you know, where cost overrides every other factor? So, you know, by taking in a lot of freshies, uh, I suppose, you know, you pay a lot less. Uh, Is that sort of what you're seeing?
5: I, I do. I, I feel that, you know, I'm I'm a diploma student. Okay, I, back then when I studied, I studied, till, you know, until I had a diploma. Hmm. But right now, if you look for jobs, you know, if you go to all these job sites, and all the minimum requirement is SDM. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to be fully educated. Yeah. You know, they don't need a master's degree anymore. They don't need you, for you to have a PhD. Wow. You could be a school leaver and... You know, they want to hire... And, and, if
2: your pay grade starts lower. Um, okay, that was what I was yeah. going to ask you. So, in your opinion, why is that happening? It
1: is, uh, you know, a cost factor. Thank you very much yeah, for your it's call. Yeah, definitely a cost factor. Yeah, yeah well, thank, thank, you. thank you much for your call and your thoughts. And, and, and that's interesting to note, actually. Um, if you are recruiters... And you're listening in, please call us seven seven one zero nine thousand. Text us on zero one six two zero one nine thousand. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We really want to know if um, that's where the market seems to be shifting. Because yes, of course, if you if you take someone from uh, as an SPM lever, a lot of jobs these days they feel, oh, you know, we've got to retrain people from scratch anyway. Yeah. As soon as they join us, might as well start at a lower level.
2: Yeah, that's right. Um, however, you know, there was a survey done by JobStreet saying there is a downward trend in hiring. Monster's employment indexes, twenty three percent
1: decline in overall job growth from 2014 to 2015. We've got Min on the line. Min, uh, the market is bad and uh, fresh grads are picky. Tell us more.
6: Yeah, um, I, I'm working for a company in know I guess. Uh, we just went for retrenchment. But that's they have been keeping most of the younger grads. The ones that they have actually laid off are actually uh, not performing really well because the market is bad. So they had to lay them up. But at the same time, we have been also looking for younger graduates okay. to see some. So uh, we are ready to train, but the problem with some young graduates, they are very picky. I think if you are opening a company uh, way out of KL, uh, maybe one hour away from KL, you will have very few people actually applying in. I've heard this from uh, many of my other uh, friends working from other companies and also my parents um, they are also having businesses everywhere. So when I hear this, I'm actually disappointed because uh, I feel like young graduates, they're being very picky at the place where they want to work. Everybody wants to work in KL. It's true. But at the same time, I think in time for that, you shouldn't be too picky. When I have an exhibition this year, uh, people, young graduates, they just come up and they just want to apply to all guys and go all and get to doing that. And my advice to them is that just look somewhere else. Don't just keep
1: focusing on oil and gas. Right. Well, thank, thank you, Min. You. Thank you for your call. Um, yes, we, we, we've heard that a lot in the past. Uh, millennials, young grads, picky. Mm. Um, picky isn't a bad thing. Uh, you know, a lot of time you want to be in, the, in that career because you're going to perform better if it's something you do enjoy doing. Mm. But Min has a point. If times are tough you may not have a choice.
2: Right. And, and, but does, a, does that necessarily apply to employers? So if times are tough, um, you know, so you're getting rid of your seniors and then uh, hiring those that are just much younger because of the cost, cost factor. And is that necessarily the right thing to do?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, who knows, right? I mm. mean, at the end of the day, it's how they, how they perform in that job and yeah. whether it, it actually works out for that particular employer. Yeah. Uh, we've got Din on the line. Uh, Din, you think that people need that special X factor? What do you mean by that?
4: Yeah, you you we are bringing the same thing on the plate to the employer, so obviously your job is not secured. But if you have that special thing that you bring extra, mm-hmm. they will appreciate it, and they will they will know that okay, you work but you work smarter than the other. Workers.
2: Then will, give us some examples of X factors. I'm curious.
4: Uh imagine it's a sales and marketing position in a finance uh, in a finance minister. Let's say you are an insurance insurance uh, personnel, right? Fin- mm-hmm financial advisor, Mm -hmm. you can also help out in doing loans and selling credit cards. Right. That is your extra factor. But some of the people nowadays, if that job is not under their job's code, they just...
1: Oh, they just don't want to do it.
4: They just don't want to do it. It's not my responsibility, is it?
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. So multitasking. It's multitasking. Is yes. well, thank to you, to Dan. Some thank some you for skills. your call.
1: Yeah. You know, that's. Uh, I, I suppose that's a problem, right? Because a lot of times when uh, employers hire people, there are very. there's a very specific job scope in your contract. And when times are tough, employers are going to expect you to do more yeah. than what's in your job scope. And I can just see people turning around and going, well, you know, I'm not paid to do that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And uh, we've got John on the line. Hey, John, you work in recruitment. Hurrah. Thank yeah. you for calling <laughs> us. Uh, hello, so, hello. So, John, what is the, what is the current state, John? It's
7: it's slow. The market is slow, and we understand that. And even from our side, and when we're trying to, I mean, we I'm specifically in healthcare recruitment, so um, and we send a lot of uh, healthcare professionals to the Middle East. So it's extra affected by you know oil mm-hmm. money. So. Um, I think it's important that you know that we have to look, take a good look at ourselves and also ask people in the office to say, you know, what can I bring to the table? Like what Jim mentioned, I think. Um, it's very, very important to be dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think decision making in an organization should not be solely left to the discretion of management only. I mean, everyone should play their part, come in as a team, and yeah, let's see where we can go
1: for that. Uh, John, quick question. Uh, yeah. Talk to us about young people. Are young people as picky as everyone claims they are?
7: Definitely, you have uh, different millennials right now um, with all their attitudes, and um, they're going to be difficult and we feel, um, I do work with millennials, I feel they're really, really good at what they do, but they do not stick to one place uh, for a very long time, right. they're very, very skillful, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's important to balance that and manifest properly, yeah?
2: And, and what kind of trends are we... I mean, so you heard... Uh, I don't know if you heard earlier callers, but, the, you know, uh, a lot of layoffs and a lot of companies hiring based on the cost factor. Is that something you're seeing?
7: Um, well, we would, as much as we can, we want to avoid laying off people. Uh, I think what we're trying to do is we are definitely trying to restructure our organisation in such a way that we can actually find a place for everyone. Um, having said that... Um, harder to do, then it's actually hmm. possible. So we'll definitely try to see where we can fit them or else we'll have to be uh, a bit more cost-effective in that sense.
1: Right. John, one last question before I let you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just about qualification requirements. Have you seen more and more companies lower their qualification requirements because they're looking for, you know, just post-SPM leavers?
7: Um, when I'm talking about a requirement background and when we spend uh, healthcare professionals, um, that sort of qualification are. Uh, already fixed so you don't get to really change that but you know when we hire internally for our positions Mm. uh, we uh, we don't really really look at qualifications because we look more towards personality Um, you may have uh, paper qualifications but you do not have the required skills and that could be an issue as well
1: all right right. thank Thank you so much for calling john that was very very
2: educational yeah
1: yeah so So
2: minimum professional requirements and i suppose you know you can't run away from that um but i think it is interesting that he's coming out to say that we do look at the personality a lot more
1: yeah zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand is the number to call call us we're talking about job security today we're asking you whether you feel you have job security or you know if you're a young person are you having problems looking for work actually i I take the back even if you're an old person are you having problems looking for work Oh, any age any age we've got winnie on the line uh winnie you run a consultancy and you're finding it very, very hard to get local talent.
6: Yes, yes, that's right. So we are in an interesting situation. Um, So we just started our practice sometime last year. Um, We do do consulting in a very niche area, Um, so it's very technical, the skill that's needed, Mm -hmm. the deep data um, and, you know, um, quite technical. So we found it difficult. So in fact, we had to bring... Um, to to foreign talent to uh, work with us on our team, and um, my experience with the, with hiring our local candidates were the millennials. Yeah, you know they tend to shun you know, uh, boring <laughs> long hours. Right. I think yeah. So in consulting, that's uh, definitely a prerequisite, right? Uh-huh. Um, you have to do long hours. Um, you know, you just have to. Logged it and you know put in the hours, so maybe that's definitely a push factor, perhaps.
1: All right. Uh, well, thank you so much for your call, Winnie. Um, uh, you know, Winnie runs local consultancy. I mean, local talent, finding local talent can be hard. But goes especially back if they're to picky. The, well, that go back, goes back to the millennial thing. Not just picky, but maybe you don't like long hours also. Want this thing, this elusive thing. Caroline called work-life balance.
2: So Liana uh, said this uh, tweet saying, the bane of having a PhD, people saying that you're overqualified when applying for jobs. Also, as a woman, apparently some employers are concerned with her being of a rep- reproductive age.
1: So, you know, that's that's
2: discrimination and the uh, whole motherhood penalty that we were talking about earlier. That's
1: right. That reproductive, uh, the reproductive age thing actually sometimes even comes up in job interviews when people ask their candidates, oh, are you looking to get pregnant? Yep, which uh, is, indeed. It should be illegal. And I think it might be, asking that question. Yep, sure. <laughs> We're asking you today about job security. Uh, do you feel that you have job security? Are you having problems looking for work? Call us on zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. You can text us on zero one six two zero one nine thousand. Talk Talkback Thursday. We'll be back after the news. BFM
0: 89.9. Hey, you. Yes, you. You, you in the car. Yes, 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 you. I'm talking to you. It's time for Talkback. So, hands-free car kits at the ready yes good let's talk back on bfm 89.9
1: Good evening, Caroline and Uma with you. It is TalkBack Thursday, 0377109000 is the number to call. You can text us on 0162019000. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. We're asking you today about job security and whether you feel you have any. Uh, If you're a young graduate, are you having problems looking for work? The statistics that have been coming out are quite scary. The Monster's Employment Index says there's a 23% decline in overall job growth in 2014 to 2015. And JobStreet.com says that there is a downturn trend mm-hmm. in hiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and this is not necessarily surprising. We do know uh, that, there's you know, a slowdown. Yeah, there has been a slowdown. But you know, hearing the stories really—I mean, it makes it real, doesn't it?
1: Uh, of course, it does. I mean, with people calling and yeah. telling telling us rather sad stories mm. about their current situations, it makes it—it it really hits home. Yeah. Uh, we've well, let's go to the lines. We've got Nia on the line. Uh, Nia, you believe that the older generation is biased against millennials? Tell
8: us about that. Yes, indeed. Yeah, well, currently there's barely enough jobs for everyone. I was a fresh graduate and I have a master's and I find it very, very hard to get a job. And once I do get a job, it's not exactly what I wanted. So I wasn't picky about it. But at the same time, I was doing the job as my um, older, as my senior colleague and I was paid much, much less. Even though I'm doing the exact same job as they were. So they were pretty much taking advantage of how uh, basically I'm
2: like a low-cost labour. Wow. But there's also something to be said about experience. Uh, I mean, would you agree with that? So they may be doing the same thing, um, in in your opinion, but they've they've had many years of doing it, and I suppose, you know, they they will probably be able to take it much further. Is that true? It it, it is true, but
8: at the same time, I'm doing the exact same thing as they are, and I'm almost performing... Pretty much uh, minimum, at least half as good as they are. Mm-hmm. So, uh, probably not as good as they are, but half of it. But right. I'm not paid half of their salary, I'm wow. paid much lesser than that.
1: Well, 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 thank you very much for your call, Nia. I mean, that's, I'm sure that's a very real experience that a lot of people are having. And Nia, of course, is a master student as well, and, and it was hard to find jobs just being a master student.
2: Yeah, and I mean, she has a point when it comes to because I mean, earlier on she mentioned that you know she feels that people are biased against uh, millennials. I mean, we are hearing quite a bit of that. You know, all, and, and we tend to to just generalise. All right, millennials are picky millennials, but and then again, you have someone like her who will you know that just we'll take a pay down. cut. Yeah, take a pay cut and just. Do the Do
1: work. Uh, 0377109000 is the number to call. Tell us your stories uh, about uh, where you work and whether you feel you have any job security in the current market. You can text us on 0162019000. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. What I'm curious about also, Caroline, is whether there are specific sectors that um, that are hardest hit. I mean, we all know about oil and gas, mm-hmm. but we'd like to hear from people um, who are working in other sectors who have also um, experienced slowdown, maybe um, layoffs, um, uh, or even salary cuts. Yeah. I think uh, that's that's a real problem as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, mean, it's something that is, I think, prevalent across the board uh, these days, um, and and that's certainly what we're hearing today.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, we've heard about um, stories out of the aviation industry and oil and gas um, about um, what to do, uh, about job cuts and what to do about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when something like oil and gas, you know, there's a there's a global, it's it's a global issue with... Uh, with, uh, with very with, large with, implications and trickle down. Correct. And so um, that's something that's somewhat um, tied into the larger economy. But I'm, I'm wondering about mom-and-pop shops and SMEs in Malaysia and whether um, they mm. feel the pinch and how they've, um, well, changed their hiring practices as well. That's right. Yeah, uh, we, uh, we've we got some calls. Uh, do we've, you have any texts and yep, tweets?
2: We do. So this one saying, Joel goreng pisang is much better. Food industry never fails. <laughs> Another one saying, been trying to hire people but no skilled candidates locally. I have to hire from overseas. This is the IT industry. Uh, Mahmoud saying, I have a few friends who run their own businesses by hiring 90% interns. Wow. Um, yeah, today's internship is no longer for the sake of finishing the internship or the semester. It could be a three or four month interview process. So students have to Strive really hard and shine during the internship to be absorbed, um,
1: sort of as a full-paying pay- employee. That's madness. Actually, call us if you have a similar problem with regards to uh, local skilled talent. I mean, is that an issue? Is that why you're not hiring locals? Are you? Is it easier to find talent overseas? Let us know. Uh, we've got Raymond on the line. Hey, Raymond, uh, you're. You, you might just answer my question. You're saying companies prefer foreign talents. Why is that?
4: Oh, that's correct. Uh- at the moment uh companies not willing to uh invest in development for 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 local uh workers and uh I believe that um they they, they it's it's easier for them to bring in someone uh which is uh, already good at their field and uh they are willing to pay some uh, somewhat higher uh salaries to them
1: and uh are they worried that if they train these local talent that they might leave them after a while I mean is that why
4: I believe if you treat uh, I mean local locals better I believe they will definitely stick to the company better hmm. uh, and it provides more opportunity for, 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 for growth in the company because you, you have you, if, if that person has, has already been working with the company for, for a long time uh, and definitely they, they, they know better uh, doing what they do in the company
2: do you think company loyalty still exists
4: it does, I believe, uh, but because millennials, at the same time, uh, they are they are millennials. But if you provide some avenues for them to grow, definitely they
1: will stay. All right. Well, Raymond, thank you very much for your call. Um, yeah, he's he's right. Actually, They're, that's one of the that's one of the things you hear, especially in the F&B industry, uh, hotels, restaurants, mm. saying, oh, you know, we spend so much time and money training them, and then they go away for like a hundred ringgit. Increase right, yeah. uh, but I think it also runs a little deeper than that. Uh, based on what Raymond was saying, uh, treating them well, making them, uh, building in that loyalty. Yeah, you know, for sure. And but I mean, it's also telling in itself. If somebody's willing to
2: switch jobs for a hundred ringgit, that hundred ringgit is so important.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we're talking to you today about job security. Uh, you can call us on zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. You can text us on zero one six two zero one nine thousand. Do you have job security? Answer that question on Talkback Thursday. Uh, After after these messages on BFM 89.9.
0: Time for the four T's. Tweet, text, talk, talk back on BFM 89.9.
1: Caroline and Uma with you. It's Talkback Thursday. The number to call, zero three seven We're asking you today, do you feel that you have job security? And are you having problems looking for work in the current market? We've got Faisal on the line. Faisal, older generation and millennials can't come to a middle ground. It's a battle to the death. Yep. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean by that?
4: Well, it's like basically, that like when uh, because I'm on the part, pro- I used to... Uh, higher and now I'm looking for uh, start up, starting up my own business okay mm-hmm. and and basically it's like what I'm realizing is like uh, a lot of the, the the goal at the moment I would say is like it, it's pretty much like the, uh, it's not really about a career it's it's matter about the uh, the money so it's in terms of the, the the old ways of leadership and the new way of uh, how millennial wants, like I think there is a, a middle ground that they can come uh, to, to understand like how to work together. Because it's like there's no there's no such thing as like uh, one way or the other. is like it's best, you know.
1: And what, what has your experience been in? Uh, uh, you sound you sound pretty young. Are you young? Are you a millennial?
4: I'm in my uh, early 30s.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what has your experience been in uh, dealing with millennials and uh, trying to handle this conflict between, uh, you know, young and old?
4: Okay, well, in my... In term of dealing with millennials, my experience is sorry, you. they have an expectation, like, if it's, this is the scope that they are working, this is the scope that they're going to do. Right? They're not willing to do a little bit extra. But there are only a, a few exceptional... Uh, that can do uh, the extra, but when it comes to the old uh, um, ways of management, like leadership, I would say a lot of the kind of like uh, uh, the the old way of thinking is like if their leadership doesn't work. So, that, but at the same time, the the, the the old leadership like doesn't want to change in terms of how to, to lead a company. Right. So, so I've experienced like uh, trying to maintain my team that I built like two years ago and then trying to balance out with the, the, the whole leadership but if it's both uh, doesn't want to kind of like change in terms of just come to get it, it doesn't work. All yeah. Right. So, well,
1: yeah, I mean, if they can't find a compromise, thank you for your call, then yeah. it's it, he's right in that sense. Sometimes um, the old guard might be set in certain ways of doing things and that, well, you know, that's not how we've done things in this company.
2: Yeah, that's true. And it's an interesting crossroads, isn't it? Um, because it feels as though now more than ever we have, um, you know, I, I suppose this generation of workers are so very, very different uh, from from what we used to know. Uh,
1: well, Yes, but I think we're in that transition, aren't we? Like, Mm. there's still a generation who believe that job security is important, that it's, that it's something that should exist. And then, of course, there's another generation uh, and the current generation yeah. who, who will move from job to job to job.
2: Yeah, Well, you know, there's somebody who um, doesn't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Uh, BFM um, a listener sent in this message saying it's not all doom and gloom. It'll change in the next three to five years due to the retirement of the baby boomers. There
1: you so go. So light at the end of the tunnel. The tunnel. Yeah. There you go. Uh, we've got Ruben on the line. Hey, Ruben, thank you for holding. Uh, times have changed. Well, just what I was saying, there was no such thing as jobs security.
4: Is that true? Uh, Hi. Uh, Uma Caroline. Hi. Yeah, yeah, great to hear from you all. Uh, Anyway, uh, sorry to say, but uh, there's no such thing as job security at this moment. (laughs) That's uh, one thing I would say. Uh, Actually, I'm a manager by profession. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even, uh, I actually joined the workforce. Uh, I worked in a Japanese company before this, uh, for 15 years, right? Yep. Uh, in 1998, I joined the, the, the company, actually. Uh, and I was actually, uh, I, I, I wanted to stay more longer, but I couldn't because of the cost uh, pressure of the company. Uh, so I had to move on uh, to another company, uh, and uh, now I'm going to move again after three years.
2: Okay, why is that?
4: Um, okay, one is uh, I think uh, I'm doing the right thing at the moment because uh, uh, I changed... Uh, previously, I was handling, example, the production uh, line. Uh, now I'm doing uh, more on the uh, uh, planning side. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have enough experience and actually I already have another job to move on Right. so for me I think uh, at this moment job security is uh, not there but to be safe side you have to have the uh, required skills to move on
1: absolutely thank you, thank thank you so you. much for your call um, yeah, yes you know um Even though job security isn't there, if you have the required skills, uh, like Ruben, you can actually make that transition uh, easily.
2: Well, it it depends, isn't it? So you may have these extra skills, but how is that industry doing? Are they necessarily looking to hire?
1: That's also a problem. Yeah, Uh, Peter, on the line, Uh, Peter, uh, you say that foreign workers are more loyal. Is is that right?
9: Well, I mean, in my experience, and especially in our industry, uh, you know, the services that we provide... Requires you know a, a certain level of passion.
2: What and is what it,
9: industry is this, Peter? Uh, the entertainment production industry. Right. Okay.
2: Yeah.
9: Right. yeah. So so it requires a certain level of passion, and you know I find that a lot in in, in foreign workers and 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 uh, and and they stay a lot longer. You no. Know, well, one thing I have to say about millennials though, they're very different in different countries. Millennials in Malaysia is is. Is, is, is on its own category. Millennials in, from other countries are also different and their priorities are very different as what, well. What
2: would you say the Malaysian millennials' uh, priorities are?
9: Well, I mean, you know, a, lo- a lot of things have been said about them uh, yeah, and you can read them all over the Internet. Mm-hmm. And, and, and a lot of them will just tell you, OK, you know what? My life is a priority right now. Uh, as far as career is concerned, it can take second place as far as finance is concerned. You know what? That's something I can sort of sort that out later. Mm. It's, it's, it's not really important, but I can sort that out later. But now with the economy in such a situation, they are probably rethinking that and saying to themselves, OK, maybe I should sort this out right now. Uh, but how do I go about this? Right.
2: But I'm, I... I don't know. And, you know, I'm trying to hark back and just wonder whether or not we are guilty of the same sort of, or we were guilty of the same sort of uh, mindset, you know, back in our time. I mean, it's very easy to to say, okay, millennials these days, this is what they want, that's what they want. But we forget what it's like
1: to, you know, have, having just come out looking for work. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Peter, for your call. I mean, uh, so basically you're thinking of the baby boomers looking at us going, well, you know, look at yeah, this young it, I ones. Mean,
2: but that's the thing, isn't it? And it happens from generation to generation. I mean, is that something that we're ignoring altogether?
1: It, yeah, I think it, it definitely is. I mean, we, every generation uh, likes to believe that they have it the hardest. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that, Mum? <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, we've got Faiz on the line. Hey, Faiz, you've been working uh, for 14 years in the current company. That's that's job security, no? <laughs> okay,
4: yeah, yeah, I can I can consider it like that. But there are there are a lot of lot of factors why I still stay in this company, mm-hmm. okay? Uh first of all talking about the millennials, okay? I've been interviewing I think uh not less than twenty millennial persons uh. Right. Uh I can comment that they, they they did not know how to sell themselves, to market themselves during the interview.
1: Oh,
2: okay. Would you like to elaborate a little bit?
4: um uh, because because my based on my my work now yeah uh we actually just need a, a kind of uh, really uh active proactive something like uh, uh communication skill something like that right because the, the the thing that i'm doing now is is not being taught in the university so if you want to join this company i i'm the one who can teach
10: this
2: system, yeah, uh, so but the, but what you're saying is these uh, these millennials can't they don't mm. sell themselves well and I, you know mm. but this is what I was saying a little earlier so you know when you're out looking for your first job and you know you, you're going in there for interviews mm. I, I'm you know I'm wondering whether everybody necessarily sells themselves that well because it is your first sort of you know foray into the working world.
4: Mm. Yeah, I actually remember when I'm when I'm. When I'm interviewing this this company, I the, the thing is my target is just want to work. I want to gain experience. I don't care how much I get. I just want to work. So I just work 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 work. And then the things that I stay this in this company is the leadership. So company also play big role on how to how to maintain or how to make the car, the the staff loyal. So it's all about leadership. If you can train the the the, the new staff or the the new generation to make sure that this working not only is not only to gain salary at the end of the month to me working is also part of your business part of your life and everything
1: correct so it's so to make it, you it, it, it's to make you a better person yeah thank you so much for your call um, you know it's to develop those skills make you a better leader make you a better communicator you, sh- you should learn all of those things when you work one would hope. So there's
2: this message from MZ saying, kids these days are influenced by both parents and Hollywood. They're not willing to do extra, they have high expectations and they overestimate themselves.
1: All right, 0377109000 is the number to call. Uh, We're asking you today about job security, whether you feel you have it and if you're having any problems looking for work. We've got Leka on the line. Uh, Leka, older people think millennials are... Oh, Leka, I'm sorry, we've lost you. Uh, Do give us a call back uh, and we'll push you to the top of the queue but we've also got a poll going on twitter folks uh the poll reads do you feel that you have job security the answers are yes no or i don't have a job
2: that's right so we have 26 percent of um uh, participants saying yes 45 percent saying no 29 percent don't have a
1: job all right we've got arman on the line hey arman thank you for calling uh do you feel you have job security arman i have job security
4: online and uh I'm already in this industry, uh, in the finance industry for the last 25 years Mm -hmm. and uh, I will be 55 next year Mm -hmm. and I will be quitting next year.
2: Right. So you've had no problems with job security?
4: Well, for the last 25 years uh, everything has been good. That's excellent.
1: And you're quitting because you're ready to retire?
4: If I don't quit nobody can get the other jobs.
1: Oh. oh, see, that is you thinking about society. I'm very impressed.
4: <laughs> it has to be that way.
1: There's no other choice. Uh, so wait, t- uh, tell me, Armand, tell me about your experience. Uh, you know, you've been in this industry for so long, like you just said. Uh, what's it been with the new recruits?
4: Well, new recruits are more savvy when it comes to the internet And uh, the way they do things, they're always doing multitasking. Uh, I came from the old school, and uh, we are basically losing out uh, to them, which is fine. You know, we, we need new technologies, new new uh, new approach to to the work, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I think that the younger generations are going to well, going to take over, and uh, the the only sad part is that they uh, uh, they have to be very juicy and careful when they get. Which sector
2: of the economy they want to get into? Yeah, indeed, and that's certainly what we're hearing. Uh, and um, you know,
1: uh, well, good luck with your retirement. Congratulations yeah. all on that. <laughs> all the best, to you Arman. Good luck with the retirement. Uh, zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand is the number to call. You can text us on zero one six two zero one nine thousand. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. We're talking you to talking to you today about job security. We're asking you a very simple question: Do you feel that you have job security? And you know, if you're if you're a graduate, a fresh graduate, are you having problems looking for work? I mean, the statistics would lead us to believe that uh, you might be because Monster's Employment Index says there's a 23% decline in overall job growth. And, you know, JobStreet.com says there's been a downward trend in hiring. We are going to go to the news, ladies and gentlemen, uh, but stay with us. Talk back Thursday. We'll be back in just a little while. BFM 89.9.
0: It's time for the Klang Valley's biggest conversation. Talk back on the evening edition. Only on BFM 89.9.
1: Good evening, Caroline and Uma with you. Talk back Thursday on the Evening Edition, 0377109000 is the number to call. You can text us on 0162019000. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. We're asking you today about job security. Is it important? Do you feel that you have it? And how are you having problems looking for work? Do we have any texts and tweets, Caroline? Yeah,
2: we do. So this one's saying uh, I'm a freelance uh, freelancer um, and I work with uh, young people. They tend to be very picky uh, with who they work work with rather than um, worrying about the industry, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Nisha says, it's all about who
1: you know, not what you know. So that whole thing has come come back around. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Shamlina on the line. Shamlina, job security, you feel, is not important. Uh, what is?
10: So basically, to me, job security is not important because um, if you, we have alternatives, right? So in today's economy, we know that... Um, if we don't perform, we get laid, laid off and stuff like that. But even if we perform, sometimes, you for cost per, uh, perspective, you, you get laid off. So, from a job uh, security perspective, why just depend on one? We we should be also doing alternative um, jobs. There are so many other things that we can do to, to continue maintaining our lifestyle, right? Uh, so,
1: that, so, so you're is. talking about a, a financial from a financial point of view?
10: Yes. So, well, the reason we have a job. Uh, the reason why we are very um, uh, into job security is mainly for financial purposes. Yeah. Um, So if let's say we already have an alternative of what um, we're going to do, so if you have a job now, you always have to be thinking about doing something else to secure yourself. So job security to me is not only about having one job and depending on that for your life, but you should be having alternatives so that in case this falls off,
2: you have something else to fall back to. So like hashtag do a Yeah.
1: Mm. Shalina, <laughs> <laughs> you know, thank you so much for your call. <laughs> 0377109000 is the number to call. We've got Aslam on the line. Uh, you believe that job security has been affected by the bad economy? Yes. Hi. Tell Hi us there. more, uh,
4: Azlam. Yeah, rain is quite bad here, heavy rain. Are uh, you driving? Think, Are you on the road? Yeah, I'm on speakerphone.
2: Oh, good, All right, good, you want to be good. careful. Uh,
4: times are bad, and I feel that, you know, in a way, coming to work daily, that there is, you know, for the past one year, that scare that I might lose my job.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah.
4: Why so? Due to the two points. Uh. Number one, you know, uh, basically, employers' expectations are higher nowadays and uh, they expect more from you. Uh, number two, there is also uh,
6: some
4: some influx in uh, foreign uh, employment in a way. There are people who, are, in a way, I believe, 10 to 20 percent You can see that from you know the, the residences where a lot of tenants who are actually you know, foreign country. Are- Do you know
2: what industries you mean specifically?
4: No, so, uh, obviously in the IT mainly. But yet, at the same time, uh, in other industries as well, banking and also even in consultations, I mean, uh, to the late, you know, I've been to other companies and I realised that, you know, I was surprised to see foreign talent there. I'm like, why couldn't this job be, you know...
2: Right. Well, to be fair, I don't think you're the only one that feels that way. Jay, Jay, Jay had messaged in saying the influx of expatriates is also the key factor, uh, whilst there are many capable
1: here in Malaysia. Right. Thank you very much for your call. Um, yes, I think the uh, importation uh, of foreign talents is not just a problem that we have. Um, I think Singapore seems to be going through a, They're here a similar taking away discourse. All our jobs. Yeah. And of course, that is pretty much yes. what the entire Donald Trump campaign was run on, mm-hmm. as well as Brexit. Well, right. That's yeah. all everyone was. Talking about that's right. A wall can sort that out. Apparently, apparently so. We've got <laughs> Katrina. Oh, Katrina. I'm sorry, we've lost you. Do call us back. We'd really want to hear your story about uh, job hunting for the last three months. That would be um, that would be very interesting. Zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand is the number to call. You can text us on zero one six two zero one nine thousand. We're asking you today whether you feel you have job security. Uh, we've got Hannah on the line. Hey, Hannah. Uh, you say there's too much job security. You're the first caller to say that. Tell us more. <laughs>
6: Hi, um, I come from a pretty big company. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I realise that sometimes people are kept on even when they're not productive, and they're not performing um, in my organisation. So, And that gets a bit frustrating because they don't perform, they get shuffled around, and then it gets
10: hours of um, more inefficient.
1: Right. That's, uh, on, that's on the other end of the scale, isn't it? Yes, Hannah. I, I mean, um, how, how bad a problem is that?
6: Quite, um... I haven't been long with the company but there's already a few. So um, just going back on what I've been spoken before about the millennials, I feel like I gotta defend the millennials. Yeah, defend the way enough.
2: Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah.
6: So like um I I wouldn't mind doing hard work if someone appreciated me. So if I was shown appreciation, understanding, I would be one I would want to work hard for you.
2: Right, I mean, Hannah. I think
1: I think I think that's very. I think that's a fair point. I think everyone wants to be appreciated.
2: Right? Yeah, and it doesn't matter whether or not you're a millennial. Um, you know, I th- it's something
1: that everyone craves. Generally. But I think that's something that possibly isn't necessarily institutionalized very much in mm-hmm. Malaysian companies. This idea of appreciation, appreciating the workforce. Yeah, you're right. It's more about appreciating the boss half the time. Oh, absolutely, mm. that's the only way you're going to get that pay rise. Let me tell you, we've got Julie on the line. Uh, Julie, uh, you saying that working with government has uh, more jobs. Security compared to the private sector, I think that might be true.
8: Yeah. Hi there. Hi. hi
1: Hello. Guys. Hi, Julie Yeah, uh,
8: So yeah, uh, I'm working with the government at the moment, mm-hmm. and um, I think uh, the job security is there compared to private sector. Yeah. Because um, uh, well, to to uh, to an extent, because it's not a money generating um, institution, so we're not exactly working for profit so the stress there is different mm-hmm. and uh, and another thing is that the competition is, is also different so um, your job is a lot more secure I think I did work with private sector before I joined the government so I understand the, the competition part though it was it was quite some time ago um, so yeah but but um, looking at the private sector at the moment I think um, there is a, there's a lot of difference uh, in terms of um, competition for example because you can have a degree but I think if you don't have a um, support skill yeah, um, I think I think it, it'll be quite tough looking at the at the economy at the moment. So, right. Yeah. Uh,
1: very quickly, if you could tell us how is competition different between the private and the public sector?
8: Okay. Um. For, for an example, um, at the moment, as my work, as as I mentioned earlier, um, it's not a profit, um, entity uh, making. It's 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 a lot less uh, stressful. So um, you're let's say you're doing administration kind of work. So um, the, the, it, it is an administration kind of institution, uh, the government in general. So uh, it's a lot uh, less um, mistake. You, you don't re- really do a lot of mistake in that sense. And uh, um, even if you do, it doesn't cost the company a lot um, in that sense. So, so yeah, that's, that's what I think. Uh,
2: right. well, well, final, I final question for you, Julie. Are you happy where you are?
8: I am. Actually, I am. It's, it's, uh, I mean, in terms of stress... I'm saying it's it's a lot, it's a lot, it's different, it's a lot different. So I I did work because I did work with private sector before, so that's the only thing that I couldn't really handle. Yeah, um, and and if you have a family, it's a, you have some sort of work life balance to an extent. So, which, um, as a female, I, I because, you know,
1: I'm, t- I'm the one taking care of the family, so I think it, it it's very helpful. That all elusive oh, wow. work works like that. Thank you very much. It's Thank one- you for your call.
2: And it's wonderful hearing that from somebody in the civil service, right?
1: Who, was- who is happy. Yeah. Exactly. We've got Joe on the line. Hey, Joe, uh, job security exists, you say, but these youngsters nowadays just complain <laughs> about everything.
11: <laughs> yeah, here we go. Oh, yeah, definitely, because my own colleague. <laughs> and he's actually from Europe, okay? Mm-hmm. First of all, he always compare my company with how European work and so on and so forth. And this is his first job. And then he was saying that we don't have a proper system and this and that. He doesn't even know how to do his job. And then guess what? There was one time, um, like we asked him why you made so many mistakes when you uh, send shipping documents and all. He was uh, blaming the person that he sent the email to saying that, oh, that uh, that person should check my work. And then if there's any mistake, that's his fault, not my fault. And, and yet he's the one complaining that, We have no system, and he's one of the only youngsters that I've seen acting like this. uh, They're acting like, yeah, I know everything, you know you're not doing this right, your system is wrong, and so on. And yet they themselves cannot perform. They cannot perform. They just blame other people, like, yeah, it's not my fault, it's your fault, even though I made a mistake but it's still your fault, even though clearly I'm in the
1: Oh, dear. You
11: know, oh, is, yes, is, this, is this
1: a problem that's pervasive, you find? Has it happened a lot?
11: Um, well, with this particular person, yes. And um, when I talk to some other friends in some other companies, because I never work uh, with the government sector, or always private sector, so every time when I talk uh, to my friends, they, they basically have the same complaint, you know? I mean, especially youngsters. When... Um, you know, as, um, for example, those with degree, they be saying like, oh, yeah, this job, I mean, like, I mean, come on, this is like below my feet. I shouldn't be given this job. I should be given, like, something else. Well, I mean, this job is not worth it for me.
4: All
1: right. But
11: they, they-, don't, they can't even perform.
1: Well, you know that's a real. I mean, that's. A, I, I guess when people start passing the buck and when it begins to affect the work that you do in the office, I can you can I can sense the frustration in Joe's voice. Right, It comes yeah. across. Yeah, call us and tell us your problems. Rent, e- essentially, essentially. Yeah. But hey, you know what? Uh, we've had we've had quite a wide variety of calls. How's that poll coming along, Caroline? Yep. We're asking people about job security. Do you feel you have it? Yes, no, or I don't have a job. So twenty-eight percent have said yes. Forty-two percent
2: have said no. Thirty percent don't have a job um this one i'm in uh, some messages i'm in the ong industry each time the crude uh, price fluctuates i feel goyang too is uh, what this individual is saying um this one i'm just going to end on this uh, message it said nine years ago when we started looking for our first jobs we asked our classmates have you found a job yet right now the fresh grads are asking how much is your pay
1: Well, there you go. That's the reality of the world today. Uh, Thank you so much for all your texts, your tweets, and your calls, of course. Uh, This has been Talkback Thursday on the evening edition, BFM 89.9.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.